This is the Education Business Podcast for consultants and business owners providing services in schools. I'm Claire Riley, and I'll be sharing how to start, grow, and scale your education business. Welcome, welcome to the Education Business Podcast. Last week, I launched Education Business Club Beta, and what a journey it's been to get here. It's obviously been months and months in the making, but the doors are now open if you want to join, and we would love to have you. We'll be kicking off the first group mentoring call on Wednesday the 8th of December, so get in before then. And as I'm recording this, it's the day after launch, and we've already got more members than I expected, so I can tell you that it's definitely going to be great. And to find out more, just go to educationbusinessclub.co.uk forward slash home forward slash third dash club. And I've got a special discount on there for founding members, so it's worth taking the step early. Now, today we're talking about how to just start something because I've just started Education Business Club. And that could be a business, a project, a process, a new product or service. And I used to have absolutely no problem just doing it just getting on with it especially when it was me on my own with ed in the mix and sometimes that's not a good thing you know because you can get shiny object syndrome and you can always want to be working on a new thing flitting from one thing to the next and it definitely happened to me in my first two years of business so in 2012 when i was creating all the original resources for classroom secrets i also launched a range of books called riley's readers um which were not successful at all because I had no audience and I didn't push them. But thankfully, I could use them and I turned them into guided reading packs the following year on the Classroom Secrets website. But in 2013, the the year we launched Classroom Secrets, I wrote and self-published a book about the funny side of being supply teacher as well. I just love to do new things and I have to check myself sometimes whether I'm getting bored for a good reason or not. But to say I love new things... You know, starting new things shouldn't be a problem for me then, right? Well, I did go through a phase of holding myself back. And it's a phase that I'm only just getting over, actually. It kind of crept up on me and happened when I had other people involved who maybe didn't like new things as much as me or didn't understand my desire for new things or or understand what the output would be or work in the same way as me. And as a result, I just jumped to the conclusion that I must be wrong. But now I'm learning that new things are actually my superpower and that I have to push forward anyway because I'm the entrepreneur. And, you know, using the learnings that I've had to keep everything moving peacefully, it's what I'm meant to do. It's my contribution to everyone else. It's my gift to them and it's not a hindrance. So this episode is going to be me talking about my experiences and my battles with just starting something and hopefully it's going to resonate with you and it'll help you know that a you're normal um b that you can overcome the challenges and see that it's not as hard as it can first seem and it's probably going to be self-therapy for me as well so win-win there that's a good thing so what is it that holds us back from just starting i think we can definitely want it to be perfect And I suffered with this when I first started uploading resources to Custom Secrets in 2012, before the business actually launched. You know, I held back getting the website out into the world so many times to make mass manual changes when I made a different uh, decision. I had these preconceived ideas in my head that I had to have certain things. So, for example, 
one of those things was that I had to launch with a minimum of 100 resources. And the funny thing is, is that hardly any of those first 100 resources have ever been discovered, downloaded or used. And it didn't take me long to figure out that the resources at Custom Secrets were going to be different from what I first thought. So imagine if I'd have made a thousand before starting. In reality, I could have started with much fewer and not expected this big launch that I expected that obviously didn't happen because I had no audience and I had no understanding of that and, and how that would work. But what a gift to see that now, to, to learn that lesson and approaching it in a way where you can adapt and change for the success of the business rather than staying fixated on your original idea and just driving it into a hole. So another thing that can cripple us when we you know, try to uh, start is trying to plan it all out. And I'm not against planning at all. Um, <laughs> some of my colleagues might say that I am. And of course we should plan. Um, and at Classroom Secrets, we use project management, which has been a serious game changer for us, you know, to keep track of all the moving parts. So we should plan, but it's easy to make the project so massive that we don't want to start it, especially if we're still on our own. So there are different models for project management and you might be familiar with them or you might not. But one of them is waterfall where you basically get everything ready for a specific day and it isn't launched until then. But another method is agile where you split the project into many periods of time, like two or four weeks or it could even be longer to get certain parts of it done. And this is the way I love to work. You know, I don't like to make decisions until I'm at the nearest point I can be as close to the action as possible so that I know I've got enough information to make that pot, that call or I've got as much information as I will ever get. And this doesn't mean that I don't plan, but it does mean that I don't need to get bogged down in the detail too early. Like there's a time and a place for the detail. And if the detail comes up for me in my mind, then I just capture it because if I didn't do that, I'd be throwing my valuable insights away. I'd be throwing away what I call free ideas that just pop into your head without much effort. And I like to capture those because it makes everything easy when you do that. So back to planning it all out. We can feel overwhelmed by the sheer amount of things to do. So hopefully, you know, because I said at the beginning of the episode that I launched the beta membership for Education Business Club last week. And so let's take that as an example then. This is how it could have gone. I could have said, I want to help entrepreneurs in education and therefore I want to start a membership. Ooh, but I want to sell courses too that are not part of the membership. Oh yeah, and I need bonus content inside the membership and I need options for that content to be anything that I fancy. So maybe interactive tools, courses where you work through more than one piece of content, videos, PDFs, audio files. Oh, and the monthly mentoring calls need to be embedded in the website. And it needs a chat facility where members can contact each other. And then you think, yeah, 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 that's doable. And then you realize, ah, this is going to take a bit longer to launch rather than the three months that you were thinking of. So then you start thinking that all the details as well. Oh, well, if I have courses, what will the courses be? And then it occurs to you that you've got to write the courses first. And of course, then you set yourself on realistic expectations um, and and barriers where you say, oh, I've got to have a minimum of three before I start. And then you need to have the functionality for those courses to display how you want them to 
be on the website and pretty soon a project that might have been finished in three months feels like it might be 12 months until you start making any money and you don't even know where to begin it can get really big really quickly so we just need to kind of shrink back and think okay we just have to start somewhere and work out what we can deliver first so for me it's just the basic membership it's the mentoring calls and the whatsapp group the rest will come and that way i'm not tempted to create what i want either instead of what my customers want and need so i've started my club it has a whatsapp group it has twice monthly mentoring calls on zoom and you can log in and that's it and 2022 will be a big year for development of the ebc using agile project management and working on feature releases within the club so i'm going to get all of the things that i want bit by bit by getting feedback from members along the way and that's how we'll get there by just starting it and then working on it and being okay with the fact that things are not perfect so a number of things can happen then when when things are too big as well and when we start planning this massive project that we're scared to start and that's we can start pulling in unrelated ideas so we end up thinking about so many things that you know don't yet exist and it's really hard to make decisions about details of things that you can't imagine or don't yet exist maybe it's a lack of evidence or a lack of conviction and so my biggest learning in this area which you know and I, I knew but i've like learned again and i'm teaching the team at the moment is that it's much easier to change and tweak once you've started we break it down we do a bit we review it we do a bit more and we keep moving forward honestly agile is like my entire approach to life because experience is something that i use heavily to make the changes in the agile process so the customer feedback the social listening a new idea i kind of have to be in it in order to be able to do my best work which is why it's important to start so at the moment at classroom secrets uh, you know I like, I like to share sometimes some things that we're doing at classroom secrets because it is helpful we are looking at our induction process and trying to improve it especially as we're now all remote because we're not requiring people to um, be in the office really and one of the sort of sprints you could say or might be helpful to, to call it a mini project is the new induction videos and so we're on with that now we could easily panic and halt everything and step back and go oh my word this is massive we've got to look at this entire process which we do and we are doing but our induction videos are a place to start it's this small working part that can be changed and if we're thinking ahead and knowing that some things might need to be tweaked and thinking about future improvements which we are then we'll make sure that everyone saves the scripts so that we can redo the short videos really easily and that they will all need redoing and that's how we do the training anyway it's about accepting that things are going to change and putting things in place to make the change really easy and um, not really time heavy so it really is okay not to know all of the answers before you start and i've had to convince my team to get on board with this idea and it's got to the point where you know it had stopped me from starting things because i didn't know all of the answers and i felt that people would be unhappy with the fact i didn't know all of the answers but not knowing all of the answers is not wrong it doesn't mean that you're unorganized or clueless 
And it doesn't mean that you only do things on a whim. At the end of the day, we're entrepreneurs and we have to take action with some conviction anyway. It can't all be fact, which I know some people will really struggle with. It just means you don't know all the answers yet. And that's okay. You will find out the answers as you go along. Things will naturally throw up as you move along through the process. And I always find that I just have to start and do before I get all of the answers anyway. And what I love about this method of just starting is that it celebrates the process. And sometimes parts of the process will fail, but that is key learning to be celebrated as well. And to help your success, you know, in this method, the most important thing is to give yourself enough time for these ideas to flow and to implement the new ideas as well. Nobody's saying like, okay, you've got to get it done in three months. You're thinking, okay, this is the process I am now uh, going through and I'm going to section it out. I'm not going to give myself really stupid deadlines because I need time to be able to reflect and think and review. So it's important not to hold yourself back because of overwhelm or perceives judgments about your idea or the overall size of the project. If you want to achieve big things, you're going to have to do big things by breaking them down, starting them and then making each part better and then putting it together or putting it together as you make each part better. So what are you going to start this week? What's going to be your new thing? And can joining Education Business Club help you achieve it? I've got this special price for anyone who joins in December. It's never going to be this price again, and it's only for founding members. So what constitutes as a founding member is somebody who joins uh, December 2021. So go to educationbusinessclub.co.uk forward slash home forward slash the dash club to find out more. And I'm really excited to see you there because we're going to have so many amazing chats. It's not just going to be... um, you listening to me on the podcast it's going to be us having a conversation with other people in education business as well we're going to build such an amazing community and um yeah so see you on the other side thank you for listening to the education business podcast to get more information to grow your business sign up at educationbusinessclub.co.uk 